ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. The Drive. Brought to you by Huntington Federal Savings Bank. Local then, local now. Member FDIC. It is Thursday, September 9th. Your drive begins now on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. I'm your host, Paul Swan. You can join the program by calling the White Claw phone lines at 877-420-TALK. That is 877-420-8255. White Claw Hard Seltzer, it is made pure. Our text line's open for you as well. 304-523-2275. That is 304-523-2275. 75 to join us on the text line. Coming up today on the program, we're going to hear from Marshall women's basketball coach Tony Kemper. The women's basketball non-conference schedule released yesterday. Some interesting matchups at home against Bluefield State, Wright State, Coppin State's there, Moorhead State's there. Uh, Road games are where it's really interesting. you got Radford, that's going to be a good one. Purdue and Michigan State will be tough challenges for Tony Kemper's squad. Also, St. Bonaventure. Thundering Herd's going to be in the Las Vegas Holiday Hoops Classic with Oakland and Akron. So we're going to talk to Coach here in a few minutes about that. Later on, Marshall women's volleyball coach Ari Agnes joins us on the program. The Thundering Herd competing in the Southeast Missouri State Invitational, the SEMO Invitational. Marshall going into this one 2-4. and four. First time ever facing off against Southeast Missouri State. And, of course, there's a little history there with the other participants. There's going to be four matches for Marshall. Kansas City, Arkansas State, and Memphis. So we're going to talk to Ari a little bit later on the program as well. As I mentioned, we'll get your phone calls in. we got NFL football action coming up tonight right here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. Cowboys and Buccaneers. Who's excited for that? Tom Brady. Probably going to beat the Cowboys. We all know that's a foregone conclusion, but something could differently happen. We'll find out. That's coming up tonight. We'll have that following. And we've got coming up tonight at 7 o'clock, we have got the coaches show tonight. Coach Huff joining us to talk a little bit about Thundering Herd football. That'll be from 7 to 8. We'll have that for you right here again on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. So we're kind of getting closer to Friday where the Big 12 will be meeting. Presidents are going to meet and then there will be invitations that will be extended BYU, Cincinnati, Houston, and UCF all to join the Big 12, according to sources, and this thing is basically going to be automatically done. You don't offer invitations unless you know that the party is going to accept. So, with that said, BYU is a good independent get. BYU, you get them, their brand, their name, they make sense. I like that addition. Central Florida, still a rising program, high aspirations. They've got the budget. They've got the alumni base as an institution. I think that could work. And you get your Florida connection there. So you're in the Big 12. You you get at least an inroad to Florida opportunity for recruiting there. Houston, you add a Texas team. Houston could have been in the Big 12 a few years ago, but the big roadblock to that was Texas. Now that roadblock has been removed. And then Cincinnati, one of the better group of five, if you want to call them that, or power six schools. 
coming from the American Cincinnati. Uh, again, one of those programs that kind of felt the sting of being left out a few years ago, been trying to do everything in the program's power to elevate itself enough to be attractive. And then, of course, really, if you are a Power 5 school, it's more of an NCAA designation, Autonomy 5, you're an autonomy school. And so Big 12 bolstering the numbers there. This thing has um, been planned for a while. I mean, it was funny. The Big 12, the league accusing the American of sort of interfering, trying to plot with ESPN to maybe raid the Big 12. And it's the Big 12, on the other hand, raiding the American. So with that said, the next question is, is Marshall going to get an invite to the AAC? And I know some of you are saying, yes, Marshall should, or Marshall's getting in. And I'm sure some of you are saying, what are you talking about? Marshall is not getting into the American. There are different candidates that have different reasons and rhyme for being ahead of Marshall. And, of course, some of those come from Conference USA. Some come from other leagues. And you're going to start with UAB. I mean, this is a up-and-coming program. They're upgrading facilities. They're spending money. They are showing that they want to be competitive. You, you're coming in as one of the best Conference USA schools with a lot of potential. And so here you have UAB, probably going to be one of the teams that the American looks at. And then you're going to try to get into Florida, right? So do you look at FIU? Do you look at FAU? You probably look more for success, and then that's FAU. Again, is FAU going to fit the American? Possibly. Uh, you want recruiting? Well, then I've seen Old Dominion thrown out there. And, of course, Old Dominion is going to spend some money. Old Dominion is going to have the resources, going to spend some money. So you have an opportunity there. If you're Old Dominion, I mean, you're getting in basic on budget and your geography. And UT San Antonio has been thrown around, up-and-coming program putting it together, making a run, trying to be a power program in Conference USA. And, of course, there's Texas. So if you're trying to choose, maybe you, you want to get into Texas, have a little bit more of a foothold there, you know, expand in Texas. Then you have UT San Antonio. You have North Texas. Texas, of course, a big recruiting ground. A program like North Texas, facilities are good. I mean, there was an article a couple of years ago that they could be the next UCF. This is a program that could really make a charge into the America. And then you look at schools like Appalachian State. I mean, they just win. They're successful, maybe an outlier here, but as one of the teams in the Sun Belt, they came in from the Southern, they're winning, and they're winning, and they're winning. And it's going to be the toughest non-conference test, I think, for the Thundering Herd right behind ECU, or maybe ahead of ECU. We'll see. Yeah, those two are going to be tough after Marshall's game coming up on Saturday against NC Central. And of course, you got to throw a brand name out there. So there's Boise State. The American flirted with Boise State a few years ago. So maybe you look at Boise State. Maybe Boise State looks at the landscape and goes, no, we're good where we're at right now. And you, know, you throw a team in like Louisiana that's winning. So you got some options here. I have yet to see, and again, it's early, I have yet to see Marshall's name come up. Doesn't mean it's not coming up, 
we're just not privy to the circles it's coming up in. But there has been some speculation that there's interest between the American and Marshall. I mean, what do you get with Marshall? I mean, does Marshall have the the resources to increase athletic spending, improve facilities? You got a, a new buzz, a new excitement about the football program. Hopefully, that's going in the right direction. You know, facilities can be upgraded if need be, if you have the right resources. So there's some options there. But I'm going to throw it out to you. Again, the text line is open at 304-523-2275. That is 304-523-2275. That's our text line. Make the case. Does Marshall get an invite into the AAC and why? Not yes. I don't want yes, I get an invite. No, I'm not. I don't want that. Yes, and here's why. I want that from you. Or no, and here's why. That is your option. Yes, they're getting in, and you tell me why. Or no, they're not getting in, and I'm going to tell you why. You can hit me up on Twitter as well. Don't forget, you got to be following me for me to see it this hour, at Paul Swan on Twitter. Again, make sure you're following me first before you send me the reply. That way I'll see it. All right. When we come back, we got Tony Kemper. He's going to talk to us about the schedule. He's been sitting on this for a while. It's finally out. We're going to talk to him about the non-conference schedule as the Thundering Herd releasing that yesterday. Later on, Ari Agnes on the road. She's got some time for me. We're going to take advantage of that here on today's edition of The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. Today, I was at the Union Pub and Grill, and the uh, schedule came out for the Marshall women's basketball team, non-conference schedule yesterday. Some interesting matchups. We really didn't have a chance to talk about it yesterday, so today we're going to correct that. I've got on the phone now the head coach of the Marshall women's basketball team, Tony Kemper, and... um, is it already getting close to basketball season? I mean, we just started kicking off football here. Now it's basketball season. Coach, are you there? I am here. There you are. I got a newbie in the studio today, so I was, I was going to blame it on him. But um, okay. how are you? It was uh, awfully quiet. It, it was, was awful quiet? quiet? I was trying to figure it out myself. Okay. Well, again, I'm, I'm just blame the newbie in the studio. That's fine. That's what... That's what intern- I, I usually get music and, yeah. and you know some intro. I didn't have any of that today. You didn't so have a fan. I kept looking at my phone like it was me, but it wasn't me. I think it was. I think it, again, again. I have a newbie in the studio, so it's the newbie. You had music. Okay. You had fanfare. You had a pretty good introduction as well for me. So okay, well, uh, I, I usually get that. So well, the, look, you know, we're training new kids here. We'll, um, you know, we're getting we're getting back up. We're ramping back up here. It, it happens, you know. Good. You get, Good you, you, I mean, it's like you. You got freshmen that come in, and you know you got to train them, and you got to teach them, and you know they're going to do freshman things sometimes. Every once in a while. How you been? We haven't talked in a while. I can't believe basketball's back. We're good. We're good, and you are correct. It's it's. Uh, I usually say once July hits, it's you know the summer's over for for us in basketball. That's kind of true. We're so busy recruiting in July with with uh, AAU stuff, and and, uh, and then our team is here in July, so we go into workouts then, and, and it really doesn't stop, um, you know, until I guess it would be hopefully late March is when you want to be done. And, uh, you know, so it, it's going good. Uh, I like the team we've got. They're working really hard. Um, we're kind of in our 
kind of our middle build phase where we, we get eight hours a week, which we're using about half of that to, to lift and run. And then the other half we use for basketball. And, um, I like the group. They're hardworking. I think, you know, I think we move over the last couple of years. I think we've, we've done a much better job of maybe recruiting conference USA athletes that can really move and stuff like that. And, um, We've added some really good pieces this year, and they're practicing hard. I think they've got a good mentality to to uh, to have a good year. Now you also have a tough schedule coming up, non-conference coming out yesterday, and the home games make sense. You look at it, Bluefield State, good to welcome them back to the Henderson Center, Moorhead State, Wright State, Coppin State. I mean, those are some schools we've seen before. And then get into the road games here, and you've got to contend with Radford. You've got to contend with St. Bonaventure. You're going to go out to Las Vegas in the Holiday Hoops Classic and face off against Oakland and Akron. And, oh, by the way, you have Purdue and Michigan State on the schedule as well. Um, where's the easy one at here? I'm looking at the schedule. Where are the easy games? Well, I'm excited about it because I, I think I do think it's a schedule that that, uh, that really gets us ready for Conference USA play. And, I, you know, there's some – there's quality teams, number one. There's some good road games. Um that uh, you know they're going to tell that 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 Bonaventure game against an Atlantic Ten opponent, which the A10 is very good in women's basketball. Um, that's a that's kind of a Conference USA trip. That's kind of one of those kind of like Hattiesburg, Mississippi. That's hard to get to. Um, so our, our team will have to learn a little bit about what the travels like by going up there, and, and uh, then we're going to face a good opponent when we get there. And you know, I, I think there's a lot of that. The the Oakland uh, the Oakland Akron swing out in Vegas. That's going to be two very good opponents, um, you know, back to back, and you know we're going to learn a lot from that. Um, I got my, I'm going to get my days confused. I think we've got, I can't remember if we got Michigan State or Purdue first. In my mind, I just know we we play the Big Ten part of our schedule right there. But you know, I think we're going to play Michigan State, and then we we fly home, and then we only have one day, and then we play Wright State, which Wright State was. Uh, you know that's the Horizon League champion from a year ago, and we're playing them on that. You know, play, rest, play like he's in Conference USA. So I, I I know it's great opponent, and then I think the the way it's laid out, I think it's really going to help us get ready to play a, a what is a tough you know women's basketball schedule in Conference USA. Yeah, and you're getting to go out to Vegas before Christmas. Um, I mean, that's a terrible trip. I, I don't know how you're going to suffer through that, Coach. Yeah, you know, it's one of those things that it, a lot of people think Vegas and uh, they get ready to go have fun. And I, I, what a coach thinks about is all the different places where, you know, somebody could get in trouble. But it, it's uh, we're going to have fun out there, no question. I mean, the weather's going to be great. Uh, it's two really good teams. And um, it's been a little bit since we've done a destination thing like that in women's basketball. So I appreciate you know, administration sending us out there. I think it's going to be great for our players to get to experience that. And I know we're going to have some parents and stuff that tag along with us. And I think my, my family will be out there from cold Kansas, I think, for a couple of days. And so that, that part will be fun too. Tony Kemper joins me, head coach of the Marshall women's basketball team, the conference and non-conference schedule uh, now complete. So you've got everything here and, how challenging was it year two of dealing with our new reality or whatever you want to call that? Uh, you find, find it a little bit more easy to, to kind of get some games in, in more of a natural sequence? 
Well, I think you know, I think the league schedule. We basically have made the decision to go back to you know a, a typical league schedule, um, and I, I can't remember if we were on after we we released the league schedule or not, but it. it we're playing divisions now, and and it's it's kind of not perfect. I think you know you've been in the conference USA um, hemisphere for a while. None of what we do scheduling wise really ever ends up perfect, but we do have an east and a west, um, and I think there's going to be a lot of fun down the stretch for both men and women in, in basketball because uh, I think there's going to be some games late in the year that really mean stuff for seeding in in uh, Frisco. So I, I was excited about the decisions that we made. Um, I think time will tell how much we like it, if that makes sense. I mean, that, we had to give some things. Um, you know, we have a couple split weekends. By split weekends, I mean we play uh, – I'm probably going to get my teams wrong again, but I believe we play like Florida International at Florida International on a Thursday, and then we got to come home and play UTEP on a Sunday. You know, so road home in the same weekend. We don't we don't really like to do that, um, but we had to give up some things to try this division deal. And I think long term, I, I think at the end of the day, we're going to really like it. That um, you know, we're competing for an East Division championship in Conference USA against some what are some very powerful women's basketball schools. So I know our team's excited about that, and and uh, you know, we're excited to return to. You know, your original question about a normal schedule, it, it is that. I mean, we're going to play on Thursdays. We're going to have a day off on Friday to travel, and uh, and then we're going to play again on Saturday. So um, return to some normalcy. Um, I, I, we're getting through this period. It, there's a lot going on COVID-wise when, when you look at the numbers and things like that. But um, I think Marshall's done a great job of educating our players and, and staff about the vaccination stuff. I think it's definitely helped when you look at what we're going through. So hopefully that, that stuff holds up. Okay. So um, I take these interviews seriously. You might not realize that. You might not actually think that, but I do take these interviews seriously. <laughs> so I have in front of me, I, I'm actually prepared, and I can answer the question for you. Thursday, February okay. 10th at FIU, and then Sunday, Febu- February 13th. Thursday, Sunday – at FIU yep. and then UTEP. So uh, you yep. were close. You had the right state. What did I say? FAU. I said, you said FAU. Uh, it's a. It, right. You know what's an easy Miami. It's an yeah. It's an easy slip. I mean, come on. They're. Uh, yep. It was. I was close. I was only an hour away. Yeah. I mean, that's not terrible. <laughs> but, but yeah, but there, so that you know that's one of the things we had to do. We there is a couple. Some people have like multiple road games in a row, or maybe multiple home games in a row. We have one split weekend, um, so we gave up a little bit um, to try this this uh, division thing, and and I, I'm excited about it. I think it makes a lot of sense for us to try it. Tony Kemper is my guest now. Um, I got to let him go here in a couple of minutes because he's actually doing stuff other than this today, and uh, I don't want to recruiting. Be, yeah, I don't want to be the reason. You know, that you were late for something or that you missed a phone call or a text or I don't know what you're doing. I'm not even going to ask what you're doing because I don't know what I can ask and what you can answer. So we're we're out trying to get some players all the time. So I got I got a little phone call scheduled that that I got. I got to stick to the schedule. Five forty five. Five forty five. Okay. Well, I, I'm going to be in good hands because uh, Ari's coming on next. So, uh, you know, don't worry about me. I got the next half hour covered easily. 
See, that's tough on me. You're going to put her right behind me, and then that's an easy comparison for all your listeners. And and most of them are going to would rather hang out with her. I, I I just can tell. I um, I'm not going to make those judgments. I'm not. I'm not going <laughs> to make right. those judgments. I, I mean, I'm pretty self-reflective, so I can tell. I, I I've been in Ari's office, and she's got a lot of energy. So yeah, I mean, I got me beat. You, you, besides, Ari keeps her own rankings. I'm not even in the ranking business anymore because Ari keeps her own rankings. I just I just refer to her as you know, like okay, what's the rankings this week, Coach? And she'll oh, tell me. She lets her rank herself. She ranks herself one. I don't know if you knew that. Yeah. No, I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh, oh, yes. Good for her. Yeah, she Good ranks her. herself one. It's basically a competition but for number two with as far as she's concerned. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. Good talking to you again. I hope we can do it more soon. And uh, yeah, it sounds like uh, we're going to be doing it very often here in the next few weeks with the schedule. Yeah, we're getting ready to get going pretty hard. So we'll, uh, it'll be basketball season before we know it. Well, it's football season, so I guess I'm going to see you on Thunder Street on Saturday, right? We're going to be around. There's no question. We're excited about it, too. It's good to have football back. And uh, their team obviously looks great. You know, last weekend at Navy, hopefully we have a huge crowd out there this weekend, and and they keep it rolling. I'll see you hopefully Saturday on Thunder Street, and then uh, we'll talk soon. Coach, thanks for doing it. I appreciate it. Sounds good. Thanks, Paul. Tony Kemper. Head coach of the Marshall women's basketball team when we continue. Ari Agnes, your head volleyball coach when we continue with today's edition of The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. Our text line is open at 304-523-2275. My question of the day, will Marshall get an invite into the AAC or um, will Marshall not? What's your reason why they will and what's your reason why they won't? That is not a question I'm going to ask the uh, the coach of the Marshall volleyball team. She'll play anyone, anytime, anywhere. She is Ari Agnes. On the road this weekend, how are you doing, Coach? Coach, are you with me? I am. There we go. I think we've been having phone problems today. Um, I know. Yeah, not just you. It's not just you. Um <laughs> I don't think we get very good service here, so I would blame it on where we're at. Okay, the uh, the intern will appreciate that because I blamed uh, I blamed Kemper's problems on the intern just to be nice to Kent, Tony. You know, you you know how he is. You know how he is. Um, he wasn't happy, by the way. That um, I mean, okay, let me rephrase that. Um, I, I I think it was he thought it was unfair that he'd have to go on before you and then you came on. That's probably fair. Yeah, and I told him, I said, look, I'm not even ranking these coaches anymore. Don't worry, coach. I only refer to Ari's ranking. She ranks all the coaches. She's ranked one because that's where she ranks herself. And, you know, and, um, you know, he, 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 he resigned himself to it, I think. <laughs> You're going to be busy this weekend. Uh, it's, yes. um, it's not just one match. It's not just two. It's four. And I'm sure I'm sure you're gonna love every single minute of that starting uh, Friday at 11:30 a.m. You know, honestly, though, it's preseason is is to get kind of all the kinks out and figure stuff out. And so when we made the schedule, it was that we wanted it to be tough and we wanted it to kind of push us to see just what we needed to figure out for conference. Um, and so it's it's good. You don't really get too much time to think. You know, you play, you get a little rest, and then you play again, and then you get up and do it all again on Saturday. Tough schedule here in this um, in this tournament. You've got Southeast Missouri State. You look at them, and um, they're the uh, they're the host. So 
you know, they've got to be feeling good about their own tournament. And then you have Kansas City. Uh, Marshall, as a program, is uh, familiar with Kansas City. Uh, Arkansas State. You have Memphis, a, a former foe of the Thundering Herd. So you have some diverse opponents there. Uh, for the most part, um, Marshall's been pretty successful historically against these programs. Uh, I know that doesn't matter at all to you. That does not factor into anything here. <laughs> you know, it's they're all really, really good teams um, for volleyball. You know, Memphis is 6-0. and Everybody's got a really good winning record. UMKC just um, beat Mizzou, you know, a weekend or two ago. So it's we're coming into this, and, and you know, we're coming off of an 0-3 weekend that that burns you a little bit, and you you want to go back in time somehow, but they're they're really really good teams. So it's going to be an awesome weekend of volleyball, which we're really really excited about. So you're going to be on TV for at least uh, the one Southeast Missouri State, 11:30 a.m. Yes. Uh, so herd fans yes. can at least watch that. And I know you're going to be excited about that, but uh, yeah. Bright and early, you, you're like the first team, right? You're the first team in this tourney, uh, the face-off against... Yeah, you're... yeah. so we'll play 10.30 this time, um, and then we will go um, and, and play at 4.30 again. But 10.30 to 11.30 uh, Eastern time, and, and it'll be good. It'll be, you know, you, you get up, get some breakfast, and just get right in the gym and, and get on the floor. You're not going to do that at home once you get back here. Just like, you know what, we're going to play at 10.30. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. No, no, just for the preseason weekends, you make it work. How um, how ch- how much did last weekend carry over to just the way that your team practiced this week? Thought about getting back at it because, as you mentioned, you you want to go back and and do that over again, or at least sure. get that out of your that bad taste out of your mouth. But you know, how have you found your team has responded? Because I mean, you look at your squad, it's not as if you, know, you you have bad players or anything. It's just a bad weekend here. <laughs> yeah, it was just not a win column weekend. Um, we, you know, that's what, what gets frustrating as, you know, as you're in athletics is that we had double-digit blocks and, and we are leading the nation in blocks right now. Like, we are doing something really well. We just didn't put the ball away. So offensively, we struggled. Um, so this week, all we focus on, and they're all, they're not happy. Like they're, they're angry and upset with themselves and upset with each other because we just didn't terminate the ball and we were given plenty of opportunities. So we take full responsibility for all three of the losses this past weekend. But, but I think that it kind of motivated us in, in a, in just a way that it's like, okay, we're really good at this, but now we've got to be really good at, at that. So we're really great at blocking. Um, but it's not enough. It's not enough to win matches, and that was evident this weekend. So we had to step it up in practice and and work hard and take responsibility. And, and you're exactly right. We've got the talent. We've got really good talent. We just have to get it all the time, and everybody's got to show up every single every single chance that we get to play. As far as their response, and they're mad, is where is that now where it was when you began with this program is, you know, is that now the expectation that, you know, if you lose, you know, you better not be happy about it or you don't even have to say a word, you know, has that changed or did you just need to bring that out? I, you know, I, I think that anybody that competes at this level, um, that that's, that's your expectation. I think that, what we struggle with that we're trying to get better at is learning how to win. Um, you know, so I think we've done well the past couple of years, but we haven't done 
well enough. And so I think that just the way that my mind works, and I'm sure that it's kind of filtered over to the team, is that nothing's good enough. Um, it's, it's that if we win one in four sets, we need to do it again in three. If we, you know, lose and it's just, it's that it's, it's not acceptable. It's not good enough because we are good. Um, and, and we have the talent. And so you've got to kind of get your mind out of the way sometimes. So I, I think that that's, I can't take credit for that because I think that, um, these kids have just been really impressive and in how they respond. Um, but sometimes it's just a little too late. So I think that, I think our program as a whole is, is changing. The culture has been changing since day one, and they're they're bought in and ready to go. Which the cool thing is, there's there's no um, griping over it. You know, it's not woe is me, woe is us. We lost. It's wow, we get we have to do better. So that's that's been really cool. Ari Agnes, my guest, the head coach of the Marshall volleyball team, the Thundering Herd, in action at the SEMO Invitational. Southeast Missouri State, Kansas City, Arkansas State, and Memphis. Uh, some very good teams there. And as I mentioned, individually, you have some really good talent. So far, is there anyone that you're, you're willing to single out or to point the finger at and say they're having a pretty good season so far, or is it too soon for that? No, I don't think it's ever too soon for that. I think that we've got Destiny Leon that's coming back as the Defensive Player of the Year is continuing to do exactly that. Um, she she gets a ton of blocks a match. She's got her highest hitting percentage right now, so she's stepped up in in this last year that she gets um, to play. So she's she's been fun to see kind of the growth of her and and how how she's kind of just blossomed through all of this. And then honestly, Sarah Shank, um, our libero, that's the returning libero of the year, has come back just better than ever. Like she's just she's a really nothing hits the ground with her. Um, and, and she covers a lot of ground that, that a lot of the rest of our team kind of gets to just relax and not worry about. But they're, they're two really fun ones. Sierra is obviously all really good. She's not hitting as well as, as we all know that she can. So I'm excited to kind of see her get back in her groove, get back in the rhythm, um, and continue to take off. But they're all just, you know, there's, there's talent. We've got um, Lydia Montag that's a transfer for us from Snow College that um, – defensively doing a really great job offensively she's just really really fun to watch and and she will blossom under under this program as well so she'll she's one to definitely keep an eye on yeah and that's what i think i love about your team is there's not one individual one week it's going to be the yeah. uh, sierra de bell show next week it's not and someone else yep. is going to step up yep and that's what's great is that that's what we keep preaching to them is you can have a bad day and you can have a game that's not your game because we have so much depth that everybody else is, is ready to go on, which is just what makes the, the three losses that we've got frustrating. You know, even the Alabama loss is we played hard. They played, they, they played bigger than us. They played a little bit harder than us, and, and we did not follow the game plan. But for our record and, and just how, how much talent we have, it's just not there. However, we're, we're playing really tough teams. So we've just got to put our nose down and continue to play the top teams in the country in order to get a conference championship. All right, Agnes, my guest, the squad in the SEMO Invitational, and then you get to come back home so you can go right back down the road to Moorhead State. I know you're not, uh, you're not, you're not talking about that. We're not talking Moorhead. We're not. I can't. Can't talk about it yet. Can't look ahead. Um, but we no, can't. We, we can look at this one though, and uh, this just sounds like it's going to be a cool one. I mean, you're you're in um, you're in Missouri, so this this is going to be a, probably a good road trip. It's, it's been fun. It's been long. We just got to the hotel. So it's, it's been a long trip, but it'll be nice to kind of play teams that we don't normally get to play and, 
and see a different, you know, part of the country in a way. So it's good. These are the these are the fun times. These are the things that they remember the most through college. So it's so far so good. Is that deliberate on your part? Let's go somewhere far so we're stuck in a bus with each other, so we have to get along and like each other, and, and then we're going to face teams we normally don't uh, see. So is that deliberate on your part? or they just? You know, I think travel is fun. I think, and, and, and our goal isn't necessarily where we're playing, but that we want to play the best talent that we can. Um, so that's kind of what makes where we go for our tournaments, and and the bus rides, you know, we bring a sleeper bus here, so there's bunk beds up at the top, and they can lay down and relax or or just hang out. I think that it's a huge piece of team bonding and, and just getting closer as a unit. So I wouldn't say it's completely intentional, but but it's, it's fun. You know, you get something out of it for sure. Ari Agnes, my guest, head coach of the Marshall Volleyball team. Have fun this weekend. I'm sh- Well, I don't even know why I'm saying that, because I know you will. So, you know, that's just... <laughs> Why am I saying that? You will have fun. You, It's mandatory. I know you. That is true. Very, very true. Have fun. I will talk to you soon. Thanks, Coach, for doing it. Yes, thank you. Ari Agnes, my guest, the head coach of the Marshall women's volleyball team. When we continue, we'll get some of your text comments, and we will find out if you think Marshall is going to get an invite into the AAC. If you kind of have an opinion on that, I got a text line for you. We have opened it up for you this hour. You can text us. It's real simple. All you have to do is text us at 304 523 2275. That is 304 523 2275. More coming up. It's The Drive, ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. This is The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Presented by Huntington Federal Savings Bank. Our text line is open this hour. Yeah, we're doing text now. I don't know if you knew that. It's real simple. All you have to do is hit us at 304-523-2275. That is 304-523-2275 to text the program and um, kind of going through your comments now. A lot of it's just the same right now. I think I think I'm getting the skeptics first and foremost here. No is the overwhelming response so far. No, Marshall's not getting an invite into the American. And some of the comments are, yeah, it's not Marshall's not going to be competitive, or the revenue is not going to be there. Marshall can't afford to be competitive. In the American. So a lot of that has to do with finances and I don't know what the product is on the football field because really that's a football move. Whatever happens, this is a football move. Again, has anyone asked Chris Grassy where he wants to compete in conference play? And I'll tell you right now, maybe it's a good move. I I don't know. Conference USA is pretty strong, though. I mean, you're not going to stay in Conference USA based on soccer. Even though you won a national championship, you're not staying in the league because of that. But if you've got a different opinion, we're going to be here for a few more minutes, and I'll get them in. Again, text line is 304-523-2275. I like it a lot better than Twitter, so you're probably going to be catching me more using the text machine here over the next few weeks. If you're If you're really going to be serious, if you're going to look at programs that maybe potentially could move into the American, I'm throwing UAB out there. I don't know if it's the number one choice, 
But I'm throwing UAB. If you're going to look at Conference USA and go, okay, we need some teams that can probably move to the next level if you want to go with that attitude. Because, again, the the Big 12 accused the American of interference, and then what does the Big 12 do? It comes in, poaches, and raids the conference. And, of course, if you're Cincinnati, you want to make that move because there's going to be more revenue. If you're Houston, uh, you're going to be making that move. There's more revenue. Plus, you're going to be in a league that's a little bit more geographically friendly to you. So that's a good move for Houston there. And then, of course, you want to keep Florida into, well, you just want to be in Florida. So you, you look at Central Florida, a program that won the national championship, according to them, a few years ago. They have been competitive. Are they as competitive as they once were as a program or it was as a program? It's got potential. It's got a huge alumni base. So you make that move. And, of course, BYU is a brand. You you want BYU, right? Of all the programs that are out there that are floating out there, that's probably going to be the program that makes the most sense because you're not going to be – if you're the Big 12, you just can't cherry-pick – any of the other leagues. You can't cherry-pick the Pac-12. You can't cherry-pick the Big Ten. You can't cherry-pick the ACC. You know, the SEC is not going to contract anytime soon. I mean, there's not really anything that you can do. You're going to have to look at what programs can be elevated. And there's really not that blockbuster program out there that's going to replace Oklahoma or that's going to replace Texas, Texas brand-wise and money-wise, Oklahoma, with just uh, the abilities of uh, you know the program, especially on the football side of things. And so you're going to have to maybe make do with the best you can if you're the Big 12. You're still trying to retain your status as a Power 5 school, an autonomy school. And so you bring your numbers up to 12, back to where you should be in the first place, and you go from there. Now, will there be defections? Will there be programs that leave the Big 12? Is that going to be a possibility? So far, there hasn't seemed to be any interest in some of the other programs uh, as far as bringing or other conferences bringing in teams from the Big 12. So the Big 12 probably is going to have to stay together. Again, if you're West Virginia, where's the landing spot for you? Is it stay in the Big 12 and hopefully make this thing work or lobby as much as you possibly can to get into the ACC, which geographically would make perfect sense from West Virginia's standpoint. You wouldn't have to traipse all across the country. It's going to make a lot more sense. You know, you're going to have to fly over several states just to get to a, a game. And it's going to be a, a lot more fan-friendly. You know, I don't know if the uh, ACC sees it that way, but you know, if you're West Virginia, that's the destination you're looking for to get into a conference like that. And if you were the ACC, what other school would you want from the Big 12? There's really nobody there that you you want to take. I mean, you want to try to keep at least some cohesiveness here. And that's where we're at right now. But uh, for the most part, right now, I'm kind of getting the feeling that at least right now you're saying, no, Marshall's not getting an invite to the American. Marshall can't financially compete in the American. And Marshall can't maybe... And we're talking all the other athletic programs as well. You know, it's it's going to be a tough. And is the travel going to be any much better? 
I mean, you look at the teams that are in the American right now. I mean, do you want to see Marshall compete with East Carolina? Yes. Tulane? I don't know. South Florida? I don't know. Temple? I don't know. Tulsa? Uh, I don't know. Um, yeah, SMU? Memphis? Um, I mean, where do you want to go with this? I mean, Navy's cool. Memphis is cool. East Carolina's cool. I guess South Florida would be cool. Are you excited about Temple? Are you excited about Tulane? Are you excited about Tulsa? Are you excited about South Florida, SMU? I mean, where are you at here? We'll talk about this tomorrow, Friday. We'll get you set for high school football and get ready for Marshall on Saturday. Thanks for tuning in. Back tomorrow on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. WRBC Huntington, W231BS Huntington, broadcasting from the Oscars Breakfast Burgers and Brew Studios. This is ESPN 94.1 and AM 930.